Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Visual Wow, the podcast for people passionate about live events. We're obsessed with creating and capturing those wow moments. This is the place the top pros come to share their secrets. Now, here's your host, Jack Hartsman. Greetings, Visual Wild community, and welcome back to the show. I'm Jack Hartsman, your host, and today we are here at Edge Floral Event Designers. It's proprietor Steve Ornstein and director of marketing, and as far as I'm concerned, director of getting things done, Elise Cole. Welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you. So, listen, uh, Edge Floral Event Designers, to me, are the probably premier... Uh, hey, to, to, without being redundant, uh, floral event designers in the Washington metropolitan area, probably for the Baltimore, Washington area. Uh, you are the go-to company for the biggest corporate and social events that I'm aware of. And uh, give me a little bit more backbone of what you would say your your calling is on, on your business card. If you could fit that much information onto your business card, do I do I want to give that card before COVID or currently? Uh, uh, let's go. We're going to go for the before COVID. Okay. Uh, last easier. ten years before COVID much, business card. That's much easier and much exactly. happier to talk exactly. about. Exactly. <laughs> so when it comes to uh, Edge, uh, we are event. Uh, we are floral event decorators. We do. We say floral event decorators, but if it's visual, we pretty much cover. Whether it's props, trees, staging, draping, and whatnot. When it comes to a wedding, uh, the joke is, uh, I talked to my brother-in-law with Washington Talent Agency with his band, is we set the stage for them, and then they perform, and then we clean up after them. <laughs> so it's like the Marines and the, you know, the Navy and all that other good stuff. But when it we actually started out at grassroots level. We started out going to people, clients' homes in Potomac, McLean, Georgetown, those places where we would take care of their plants and flowers. And this was in the 70s. And what would happen is our clients would say, oh, we love what your designers are doing with the flowers for our house. And our daughter's getting married. Can you do the flowers for our daughter's wedding? Or can you do our flowers for this, that, or the other thing? And by 79, we were full-fledged going into events. We still kept up with the plant maintenance end, with plant uh, sales, design, installation for interior. And we've had that over all the years. But as the years progressed into... This current year, the events were really the big, the, the, the stronghold of the company. We still did the other. We never, we never stopped doing that because we still have a lot of the same clients that date back to the 70s and 80s. We still go to to this day. So even to this day, we were always still, you know, we still had that division of taking care of our clients' uh, plants in our homes, putting flowers in our home. And when COVID hit and the events really became more of a ghost town when it came to anyone in this industry. Um, we still kept, we still have, we still had the, the homes that we dealt with and offices that were still open, the few that were still open. And our clients were calling us saying, oh, are you guys still going to be coming out to us? And we say, of course. And they were just so relieved because they just don't want to do it. And uh, we're happy to take care of that. So with that, um, with that, we, we've, that's been kind of one of our bridges to hold us through during this whole COVID period. And while we were, as time was, what I thought was going to be a month or two with COVID has become more than a couple months. I thought, oh, by the end of April, we'll be back into doing events again. Never happened. I think all of our listeners would agree, since there are so many creatives and event professionals that are, are following visual well, I think none of us could have ever fathomed that we'd be six or seven months into this and, and honestly with no sight in mind or no, no sight coming down the road that this is going to be gone, going away. 
Um, I'll go back to the seventies, not maybe not the seventies, but I'll go back to the eighties and nineties. I remember your store in Potomac. And that's when we first met you and I through events. Exactly. Yes. I remember plants, etc. And more importantly, I remember a license plate that said "Plant Doctor" on it. Still have it. Exactly. <laughs> and um, I kind of want to. I kind of want to parlay into um, what you have done because. On the one hand, you and I have worked together for decades, and um, we've helped each other out in numerous things. You did the flowers for, for mine and Monica's wedding, among other things, and for my kids' mitzvahs. Um, we see each other at, at corporate and social events. But here we are, uh, and I think everybody would agree who's listening to the podcast, we all got a little depressed in, in April and May, and it's we're, we're people that are used to working 60, 70, 80 hours a week. And, and if we're not, we're kind of bored. And all of a sudden, we're bored because we're not doing anything, and boredom leads to depression, and depression and creative in the same sentence is a very bad combination. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's sort of like peaches and lasagna, both good on their own, but never should be served on the same plate. Uh, <laughs> I, I digress. Agreed. I Agreed. digress. When I go to when I go to peaches and lasagna, you know I've gone a little bit too far. It's not like we might have started this podcast with a shot of tequila, followed up by a shot of red wine. But I digress yet again. <laughs> so I just wanted to go on the record that mid-July, I kind of get the SOS from Edge Floral Event Designers. Hey, can you come out and take some pictures next Thursday of our new bus, our VW bus? And I'm thinking to myself, could he ask us to come out and do photographs on a hotter day of the entire year um, with what I would like to go on the record was less than what I thought was the most complicated or well thought out plans of the whole thing. Enter Elise Cole. Thank goodness it wasn't just Steve calling the shots on the organizational uh, ins and outs and how things were going to get done. And Elise, I I say to you, um, if you hadn't been involved with the Project A, I'm sure it would not have gone as smoothly as it did. B, your your organizational skills on a day that was probably registering got darn near three digits, 98, 99 degree day. It was steamy. It was a very steamy day. You organized um, multiple families, the people who were not professional actors. Um, I know that your dog model did not show up, and I'm happy that we were able to um, bring our dog as a, as a, as a quick follow-in, <laughs> a stand-in. But you did a great job with the whole thing, and I really, I've known Steve and his fetish for antique cars and things along that line, um, and I, I think that I don't know. Steve and I share in a passion of the Mach 5, but when he started showing me his Bloomin' bus, um, his his old VW bus that was restored, and we talked about it months ago, turning it into a photo booth, and all of a sudden you're telling me it's now going to be the flower bus. Um, I may really like the Grateful Dead, but the flower bus, a whole idea did not completely sit well when I'm being dragged out in the dead of July to do a photo shoot in broad daylight. Thank you very much. Elise, tell me about the project. I know that it has, it has really, I hate to use this pun, it has really blossomed. Um, and, and you guys are now like the go-to company in the uh, farmer's market world. What's going on with that? Um, well, Jack, thank you. I think when we first got here, it was all about what can we do to pivot out of covid and do something else and steve has had this bus for a while we've seen it in the bay i just looked at it and he said i want to sell flowers out of this and we thought okay we'll sell flowers out of it um eventually we got to that point made a game plan um steve and i had that moment where i walked in i said we're doing the bus if we don't do the bus nothing's going to happen we're doing the bus we came up with a plan i remember that phone call 
with you. I'm like, Jack, hi. We're doing flowers. <laughs> I'm not house. sure I responded as nicely as no, you remember yeah, it. Yeah, I think you were Mic like, yeah, cray cray. <laughs> okay, we'll just do this. Um, reached out to our community of friends and family members to stand in as models and to do WTA coming in and, and doing video and photos and just making the day happen. And yes, it was 905,000 degrees. We were sweating. It was... But the flowers looked awesome. The flowers were gorgeous. Were. We had this vision of doing local flowers, things that were, you know, let's just say happy flowers, things that were feel good. Mm -hmm. Little do we know after this photo shoot and, you know, we were just, oh, let's just set up an Instagram and we came up with the name Blooming Bus and... We'll go to Tyson's and do a marketplace for one day. And that one day changed our entire summer. We got a call from Federal Realty. They um, are a huge um, commercial realty company um, with luxury properties in Bethesda, Pike and Rose, and Sherlington, and more, um, who just reached out to us and said, hey, we want you here. We want feel good. We want community. Can you just set up a pop-up shop? Of course, we said yes. And then we went, oh, shit. <laughs> because how do we do this pop-up shop and steve and i had the conversation well we do events we're just not used to this outside exploration so it was the many calls and many meetings and all kinds of action plans and just pulling the team together and saying we've got to do this from that federal royalty has been awesome by the way but from that came another market that's like we want you and we got to a point where we were saying yes 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 to every market and then our um, vintage connoisseur <laughs> went out and bought another bus. I have never known Steve to buy more than the antique cars that he needed at any one exactly. given time. <laughs> so we coin our buses. So we have a beige one that's called BB1. She's my favorite. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. Just find the acronym so everyone who's maybe not a two. Oh, so BB1 is Blooming Bus 1. Um, and then we have BB2 who was purchased, she's red and white, and okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> Not to be confused with BB-8, because then we'd have to give credit to Lucas. Uh, there Jones. might be a BB-3 soon. Um, one of the best things that have come out of this, besides um, having this community of people, whether it's a farmer's market or pop-up shop in Bethesda, is that we're getting other business, like plant care, maintenance, or people coming up and going here's my plant. I don't know how to, like, what's happening to it. It's not a plant they bought from us. It's just that community feeling. And we were able to pivot something that Steve has always, always had a passion called himself the plant doctor, like he talked about earlier. And we use that acronym and that kind of, you know, kitschy vibe to let people know that they can come by and bring their plant. They can come by and ask for questions. And it's, it's nothing we're going to say, Hey, it costs you this much to just for you to find out that you're not putting in direct sunlight. So it's beyond just flowers um, and just in general, plants have become our base. It's going back to what his parents started, which was the plant business. And the core of what bought Edge together is now time is it's a circle of life and time is switching back where we pivoted to flowers after the plants because that's what the industry wanted back in the 80s and 90s and moving forward. And then now we're back at the core of plants because they're good for the environment. They're good for kids with allergies. They're great for for people with pets, small homes. People are now going back to what COVID has provided. What's good for me mentally, physically, and internally. Um, so I think it's really beautiful to see that what we thought was going to be a flower bus is now being a plant shop. 
Um, and we're super excited. We have a lot of events coming up that we're happy to chat about later. We're keeping some things on the low low till they're finalized. But this is, I am, this is amazing. And I'm really, really happy to be at the base of this project. Something that I thought was going to be a one day farmer's market is now turned into six markets. And Honestly, we can't keep up. <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't want to equate this to pink ruffle shirts or thin ties, but it seems like whatever's old again is new again now. Exactly. And I think it's wonderful. And, and you know, we were out here doing that photo shoot, and I, I would like to tell you as optimistic and as much as I do walk on the sunny side of the street, I, I was not on the side of the campaign saying, hey, uh, this is going to be the greatest idea since sliced bread, and you're going to go out there and sell a million bucks. Um, I have known Steve for many, many years, and I was really worried about, you know, for what we're all doing. We're, we're all putting out, if it's a dollar or if it's $100,000, it's it's a, it's a million dollars right now. And I saw my friend putting out a, a big investment on this project, and, and I, uh, I'm proud as family and friend that, that it is working and that you guys are being so successful with that. And, and how do you take that experience, Elise? Um, and if you're saying or you're talking to other vendors about people who are maybe a little bit timid right now because we don't know where our next job is coming from, we don't know where our next dollar is coming from, how do you recommend to somebody, take the step, you, you're a good professional, what do you say to someone who's who's thinking about kind of doing something a little bit out of the ordinary? Heck, you guys just went from $100,000 weddings to selling flowers at a farmer's market. How do you how do you recommend that to somebody in our industry? Forget about whether they're a florist, whether they're a caterer, or they're doing transportation, or 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 it's the guy who's selling hot dogs at the football games that don't exist anymore. How do you recommend to another professional vendor take the leap of faith? I think it comes down to basics, like you know, just being a little kid and your parent telling you, you know, put your feet now on the pedals. I'm gonna put the, take the training wheels off. I'm gonna swing you outside of what you're used to. It's just taking that leap and hoping it works out. We're not in this blooming bus to get rich quick. We're in this to keep our people busy. We're in this to keep the community happy. And then there's a long-term goal. It's not, if you're gonna do something outside of the box to make money really quickly, I would advise that you take a step back because that plan has to work beyond COVID. And if it's not gonna be beyond COVID, then it's something for you to think about. What is your long-term goal? And you've done 130 podcasts before this one. How many times have you done this before? This is my first podcast. Because you are speaking to the core of what we're all about, and I really appreciate it. I mean, if anybody wants to hear um, a little story, and I'm going to keep it extremely brief because I want um, the plant doctor to step in and the guy behind the magic, if you will. Um, Can you use a stethoscope? on a fern i've always wanted to ask that question you can we have whether it works or it. not it's a real question mark but the plant doctor can work with it um i've known steve for god knows too many years um but i started off in the event industry started my own planning company and you know i got at a point in my career where i wasn't sure where i was going to be um and then covid hit and it was the perfect opportunity to do something different and it was a huge risk because i went in thinking i hope i do this right I'm not sure if this... I don't know anything about flowers. I can just order them. I don't know anything about plants. I just know what just looks pretty. Don't, don't you just go to Giant and order flowers? Uh, no, not me, Giant. Oh, you don't go to... Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe um, Harris Teeter. Yeah. <laughs> Harris Teeter. <laughs> um, so it was a risk that I took. It was a risk I took on um, time with my family. Uh, like just time in general and just trying to learn things on the whim. 
but the passion is what you have to have and that's what I think the people who are going to and I don't want anybody to feel bad but if you have a passion about something if you wanted to knit your whole life and you haven't tried it yet do it take the risk now is the time because when 2021 hits and we're back in the event industry two things are going to happen some of us are not going to be prepared and some of us are going to just get rid of what we thought we wanted to do in our dreams and just go back to the grind. So my only advice to this, and I pass it to Plant Doctor, who's been doing it forever, is now is the time to try something. Just try anything. Here we are with the podcast, right, Jack? Three years you've well, been wanting to do this? And, and, and sometimes just having nothing to do is the reason to start doing something. Exactly. Start doing something, yeah. it, okay, so mm-hmm. now I'm going to pass it to Plant Doc. So Plant Doc, uh, aka uh, Commander Commander Steve, um, I, I think back to that. I think back to that um, license plate you used to have, and it makes so much sense. Um, I remember when my mom used to shop at your mom's at your parents' store, and uh, when you and I first started talking about things like the Plant Doctor license plate, it you know it never quite sunk in. When I watch how you have parlayed your business over the last ten or twenty years. And, and now with the blooming bus, I mean, the fact that you didn't hesitate to go out and get a second one, you saw the, you know, supply and demand. Uh, right now, as far as I'm concerned, I have been, I've been as optimistic as anybody could be about COVID being gone in a couple of months. And unfortunately, I have, I come from a family of PhDs and, and I have smart people. And at a certain point, you have to, you have to start listening to what's going on. And the event business, as we know, is probably not coming back anytime in the foreseeable future. I think what you've done with the Blooming Bus is amazing. Thank I think you. the the call that you're getting from the farmers markets is amazing. Um, tell me about the, the the nuances, the little tips and trinkets that you never thought in your wildest mind. I was watching you. I'm going to let you tell about it, but I was watching you opening up a box here in the studio this morning, and and you had a smile on your face of how silly it was, but how important it is to things that have come out of the Blooming Bus. Well. Like like Lee had said, and you had said actually, Jack, about the first of all with the bus being um, the idea of being a photo bus was that was our vision for it. And Elise had said it's like you sometimes you just need to take your gut feeling or take a chance and kind of move with it. And my feeling is food trucks have been very big. Why not have a flower truck? But even better, why not have a flower bus? Mm-hmm. I mean, just. When I when I acquired this when I bought this bus uh, a little bit less than two years ago a year and a half ago, it's like it's almost like a cult type vehicle. I'm I love cars, but and I've never been a VW person before this. And when I bought this, and you look at this thing, you drive this thing, it's just it creates a, a, a cult type of love. I could see why so many people are attracted to these things. And even when Federal Realty had approached us and said, "Hey," um, you know, it's a, it's a feel-good thing. They love it. It just makes people feel good. It does. And when I spoke to Elise with this, she kind of went with my my vision, my dream of taking this and turning this to a, a flower bus because I know there was actually resistance in this in my own company. People, I mean, they're not going to say no to me, but I know their feelings were, you know, why are we wasting our time? But uh, when, but Elise backed me up. She knew my feelings on it and my visions, and by running with it. It's become as popular as it is right now, and uh, and like like was mentioned before, um, it became so popular with mm-hmm. Federal Realty and all that that I decided, you know what, it's take it's taken a trigger on a big, you know, taking another big uh, shot with a trigger by getting a second one. But to meet the the demand of it, I thought, 
I'm one of these guys where I'm not a what if kind of person. I do want to take if there's an opportunity to take a chance on something. I'm not. I don't go into high risk, but if I feel that there's it's worth making making uh, making a uh, you know make making something of it, taking that chance, it's worth going for. And I did. And my philosophy is when we found uh, the other VW bus, which we're getting together now for our shows, which we call BB2, Booming Bus 2, um, I said to myself, you know what? We found this one in Michigan. And um, I said, if if everything just folds with the whole Booming Bus thing, I'll sell. I'll make ten grand right off the bus because uh, these things are just so valuable, anyways. So I knew, even though there's a risk, there wasn't a risk. So I'm kind of going with more my heart than my head, or my head was actually coming together with my heart <laughs> well, based on all that. I think one of the things that that is is resonating through uh, our listeners, and I think through just about all creatives right now in the event community, is that we are searching for, as you're calling it, the feel good things. Right, and we're and we're looking and we're looking deep for those. No matter how superficial or simple they might be, it doesn't matter if you're over the age of twenty, uh, and you see a VW bus, especially one that's a little pretty and restored and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Forget about the flower part of it. It's it just one of those things that nostalgically just makes us feel good. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, to some people, it's a Batmobile, but to us in this conversation, we're just going to call <laughs> it. It's a VW bus. Yes. So, Steve, what have you seen have come out of that from a business standpoint um, that you never thought that the Blooming Bus could could attract to literally customers? I've seen some of your videos where you're actually doing surgery on plants and doing <laughs> tutorials in the side yes. of the bus. Well, what, what's come out of it? What, what kind of weird I, questions? I'm, have gl- I'm glad. I'm glad you mentioned that. As Elise said, it's like a full circle. What What's come out of it is it's brought a whole new vein of business to Edge. It, it's taken what we've ha- a division we've had, but just bring a whole resurgence to it in a whole different way with the popularity of it. It's like when the store was opened. I mean, I'm going to go back over 30 years ago, back to 80, 84 when the store was open. Um, I was just finishing college, and I had the hairbrain idea, which I you know, worked with my mother with this, that um, you know I thought. If I'm going to stay with the business rather than take a job as an accountant for my degree and everything, I had offers, and I thought to myself, I really like what I'm doing, so let's stick with it. I decided I've got to do something else with it. Uh, at that point, Plants Etc., which was the name of the company, uh, my feeling was I have to do something else, add another dimension to it. So I thought, hence the retail operation. And once I came along, the the relationships we have with clients that just built up over the years i'm feeling it right now with this bus it's it's just the most amazing feeling when people come back like the, our very first um farmer's market we did i think was the one in virginia tyson's at, yeah. yeah vienna and tyson's mm-hmm. area and people were coming in they're saying they're liking it then the next week i've got people coming in with clippings or their plants to be repotted it's reminding me of when i had my store years ago and uh I, I like I have this one guy who comes in each week, and it's like he's like a he's a pretty rough guy. He's like a car guy, so he talk yeah he talks about the BW bus, and he comes in barefoot <laughs> at this this market thing, and it's like the first week he brought you know he was talking to us, he told me about this plant, said hey bring a clipping in or bring a bring the plant in. So next week he brings the clipping in, and I tell him what's going on. The following week he brings the plant in, and we do surgery on the plant, and at least did a little video on that. Do you have a license for that? I do. And I'm certified by Green Cross also, right. just for the record. <laughs> and um, so we did this whole thing, and and we brought his little plant back to life, and he was thrilled the way he looked. So, I mean, I, I kind of say I'm a plastic surgeon when it comes to real plants. So, as I mentioned early on, you know, the Visual Well podcast is something Monica and I have been toying with for years, and for better or for worse reasons, um, 
you know, COVID has given us the time to to take our our studio environment that. Uh, you know, we did over 800 events last year. If you count up all the different components of photography and photo booths mm-hmm. and everything, we did 800 events. It's, t- it's hard to find time to breathe, let alone to think about a podcast. Yeah. And yes, and as I was just mentioning to uh, an old friend of mine this morning, this podcast is taking every bit as much energy as as our original photographic company that we launched back in the 90s. And you just don't realize it. It just sounds as if oh, let's just go interview some people and throw it on the internet. Yeah. It will be great. Yeah, not so much. But, but we take the chance because we are creatives, because we are people who keep on striving to do things that we think are going to be better for others. We're all pleasers in our own way. And, and one of the things that I'm dealing with uh, on a personal level is that on the few weddings and bar mitzvahs and, and headshots that need to still be done uh, on an incredible one-off, as much as we're excited to be able to fulfill and help our customers, it's extremely hard for, for us to balance the adrenaline of what we're doing with the podcast and keep our focus on doing the weddings and the parties and everything else as small as they may be because small doesn't mean small for us. Yeah, and we're very parallel to that. We're just like what you're going through. Mm-hmm. It's like we do all our events and you know, we keep very busy with that. And you have the podcast and again it's your it's your covid baby so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. Just like the bus is our covid baby. And believe me, um Again, it's not as big as the other part, but it takes uh, it takes that much more work to it. Um, it takes that much more work to it to keep it going, and uh, and and like you said, you know, when you're trying to keep it all balanced, like this weekend, which is Labor Day weekend, we've got um, we've got the bus appearing uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And meanwhile, we have five weddings involved with that as well that we have to juggle yeah. with Saturday and, and Sunday. I was actually asking, and, you just took the words yeah. out of my mouth. I wanted you to parlay yeah. exactly into and that that's exact, And that's, and again, that part of the game of what we're doing is we, we still have to keep our balance. So we're taking two very busy, I, let's just say they're ventures within our company two two very you know these divisions are very demanding and we have to keep them balanced and i'm lucky it's like the one in vienna on sunday as an example um i'm going to be at that one and then after that i'm running right to a wedding which is going to be in great falls that we're doing so i mean we're going to still make it all work out it's just and we're adding more work to it but you know what i've always said that if you really like what you do and you have a passion for what you do it doesn't feel like work it is work but you enjoy doing it. You enjoy the challenges. And that's what I love about it. The micro weddings right now, uh, I mean, they're popping up. I mean, two or three months ago, there was nothing going on. There was Micro wasn't even a word at that point when it came to weddings. I mean, just nothing. I mean, hotels were closed completely. But with the micro weddings popping up, I look at them, I look at them as this. They're like bonus events because most of these micro weddings, most of them, not all, um, are really just a small, intimate wedding where next year they're going to have the full size group to it and everything else. So we're getting the micro one and then we're still getting their full, full size one the following year. But until then, we just, you know, we have to keep it juggled. Well, both. first of all, I just want to say because. Um I don't like to leave uh, kudos and websites and information like that to the end of a broadcast. I like to hit it in the middle. So I just wanted to say, uh, as a reminder for those who may have just chimed in, we are at Edge Floral Event Designers uh, with Steve Ornstein and Elise Cole. Uh, We are based here, or your company is based here in Gaithersburg, edgeflowers.com. Uh, right? Edgeflowers.com? Uh, edge, edgeflowers.com. Yeah, yes. okay. I wanted to make sure. I checked that, but I just wanted to make sure. It didn't sound right when it came out of my mouth. <laughs> edgeflowers.com. Uh, this is a company that that you want to turn to. 
uh, number one for anything that is important to you in the full event design world. If you, you. if you love this idea about uh, farmers markets, if you're somebody who has got something close to your heart, or, or that you think that the blooming bus could be a product or a part of, uh, or or accentuate or be a, be something that could could add. Uh, a, a nice maraschino cherry on top of a Sunday that you've already got. This is a really cool project. It's a really cool bus. I can tell you that they had great pictures because, well, yeah, I can just tell you that they had really great pictures. I really wanted to uh, to just give give Elise just one more like shameless shout out in the fact that um, I know my weaknesses and I surround myself by by very strong women, uh, not just my wife and my partner Monica, but my studio manager Allison. I, I couldn't function without these two people. So, Steve, since of all the decades that I've known you, I am really glad that not just with Jess and not just with Debbie, but you have found a person in Elise that can get you to the finish line, who can keep the details going together, and uh, and 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 get us all to the finish line to to make a project like the Blooming Bus come together. Thank you. With that, Elise, tell me how you're balancing talking to customers about. I hate the word micro wedding, but those smaller scale back weddings and or other events, uh, and the demand from the the federal realties of the world that are wanting the blooming bus. And, and how are you balancing those two completely, completely different parts of Edge Floral? I think it just comes down to the energy with the team. We started off, you know, you know, everybody having different concepts and. Our biggest thing is we have people on the team that are extremely successful at weddings and we have another part of the team, new people, that because of our success for the one week of Blooming Bus, we were able to acquire that are keeping these separate but together. If that makes any sense. No, it makes all the sense in the world. So we have our team that is continuing the wedding business, or designers that are doing what they have to do for smaller weddings, micro weddings, weddings, whatever it is they've turned it into based on the area and then we have our blooming bus crew and we do cross over we have to because we're a tight crew now and there are days where we you know we have to cross over i think what has happened in the last month where i would say two months ago we probably didn't have the same energy the energy now is what's keeping us going it's a lot of hard work there's hours that we didn't plan on putting in um the, but the energy from our clients is what keeps us going. That little comment of somebody just posting a story makes everybody here happy. Sure. And it may not be the most gorgeous picture in the world. We're out of event business. These are real pictures in people's living rooms. Their daughter picked up a bouquet for mom because it was her birthday. It's all that positive energy that's really great. And then one of the biggest things I think Steve and I are both passionate about is um, charities and our next big goal is to align ourselves with a charity that we can not only make parents feel good, but the family members feel good, and do that event that is beyond just your regular walk-up. Um, special needs communities are a big and dear Huge. thing to my heart. Um, it, I'm getting a little emotional, but um, it's... Well, let, me, let me pause you while you yeah. share. I, I understand the emotional. I, I totally understand when family gets close to home. Yeah. I, I will say that you're going back to what you said just a moment ago about, you know, someone's picking up a bouquet for their mom because they're walking through the farmer's market. We call that in our business the wow moment. Yeah. Um, Visual Wow is a company that Monica and I started 25 years ago. Uh, it was meant, uh, it was designed to be a way for people in the event community uh, to show off cool pictures. Yeah. Uh, that's where the, 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 the play on words for visual wow is cool pictures. And so I think when you're talking about um, 
people coming to a farmer's market who have no expectation except to buy apple cider down the, down the, uh, the table two doors yeah. down. They're walking away with a bouquet of flowers or with a plant or coming up with an idea or, or a reason to bring mom and dad back to the farmer's market uh, to, to show them, if nothing else, just to show them the bus because it's freaking it's cool. cool. It's cool. Um, I don't mean to be a little bit biased about this. I'm a little upset it's being so successful because... Uh, <laughs> oh, Jack. I, I, He's yeah. honest. No, but I'm being honest because we had some incredible high expectations yeah. uh, for turning it into a really cool, cool photo booth. And it yeah, will be. It will. And it will be. And if so, I, even if we have to buy more buses. I mean, seriously. We have a surprise project coming up that will blow your mind. Okay, because Monica and I were at a, at a trade show in February the week before COVID hit and we bought just for the blooming bus or it was going to be called the uh, photo blooming bus I just made that up. Photo you bus. made that up. Well, I call it photo bus. Yeah. <laughs> we, we bought these suction cups that were going to allow us to hang battery-operated lights from the roof oh of the inside of the bus. Because I am really, Steve and I, one thing we have in common, I, we are fanatics for wires. I hate wires. Yes. And clean. I, have all, I, have be all, clean. I have all this battery-operated, really cool lights that we can do the photo booth with. I couldn't figure out. I didn't want to put stands against the side of the bus. And I got these really cool suction cups that were going to hold the lights from the ceiling. And you were going to come in the side of the bus and sit on the bench and these lights were going to be just hanging from the ceiling without having to screw anything in. I was so excited about it. And then that silly virus thing showed up. And boy, mm. didn't that just give you a gut yeah, the, punch. The bus with the bus. The bus Can we go back to the day when Corona was just a beer that we enjoyed drinking? Yeah, with the yes. Have you had one since? It's really funny. My dad think my dad is eighty six. I'm I'm just I love love my dad to death. My parents come over and and come to the patio for dinner and the first thing my dad always says, Honey, you got a corona I could have? Ha <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So uh, I've tried to get him back over to Yingling now, so we we try to get the joke <laughs> to our children. So to our friends in Pennsylvania for their Yingling. But but anyway, I, I am so very proud of you guys and so Thank you. I, I think it is such a great uh, that's why I was pushing so hard to get you guys on the podcast right now because I, I really think that the success stories that we are able to share with other event purveyors um, that it, it is so important that we can all hang on to a little bit of good even if it's happening to somebody else and like you said earlier is giving people the optimism that now is a great time to take a step and capturing those wow moments I mm -hmm. think the wow moments for us is that little five year old that picks up a succulent that's never seen one that mom that's thinking about her mom but can't see her but maybe it's her favorite flower and it reminds her of its scent and she puts it in her house you know so it's like those things like people who have their plant to come see the plant doctor that have their plants um that they want to revive but maybe they were too depressed and didn't care and looked at the plant and something just revives it in them you know just having that really great great energy um but the wild moment to be honest is with our crew something one of our crew members said the other day um a customer came by he goes this doesn't even look like work he got out of his lamborghini it was nice <laughs> <laughs> um got out of his lamborghini and he walked up he goes this doesn't look like work and we all responded in different ways it really isn't you know why because the energy is connected we're like a chain gang if you will and we love the concept it's different from what we started in the boardroom two months ago to what it is today. Well, the passion so, is there. I, I think it's great. Monica and I are totally behind the project. We think it is it is just an incredible success story here in the okay. middle of so much negativity that we turn on the TV every day. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't need to be a left conversation or a right conversation. No. You guys went right up the middle and and came up with something with really specific and and out of the box 
totally, you know, coining that cliche, totally thinking out of the box, or in this case, into the bus, Steve? We took it in and out of the bus. Listen, it, it, it just it just really, really, uh, it's a great idea and, and continued success and all of that. Steve, uh, I don't want to take much more of your time. Uh, what else you got on your plate? You want to talk about some events? You want to tell us about uh, any more cool cars you're going to be buying this week? Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, can ra- I can ramble on and on about that. Thing. Apparently there's a BB3. Yeah, BB3 <laughs> is a possibility. And uh, again, just stay away from, let's, let's stay below seven because then we have to get Lucasfilms involved and, and we don't <laughs> want to go into copyright and all exactly. that exactly no we've even thought about it depending on the successes of this there are other market areas we would actually dip our feet into like uh, you know just it's just we've been talking about a couple of weddings that you and i both been doing these last several weeks and and i already have this vision in my head about an outdoor wedding where the bride comes jumping out of the bus on her way to walking down the aisle so <laughs> hey listen i i one thing i one thing i'm um and I'll, you and I have both been in this game a long, long time. And one of the things that I see from a very optimistic standpoint, uh, when the virus is curtailed, when we can all get back to doing something like normal, I think a lot of our cool little things that passed time, like the Blooming Bus, are going to find their way into post-COVID life and, and become a staple. And I, I can I see... I agree with you 100%. I don't think you're ever going to be selling those buses, no matter how much profit you think you're going to No, he's not them. allowed to. I don't think... And I, I don't want to. I, I, I think, like to keep what I get. I think <laughs> those buses are going to be around for a great a great long while. I think the Blooming Bus concept is a great one. Uh, I think it should be a huge inspiration to... Uh, honestly, florists across the country who are event people who saw weddings go away and really crawled into their own box. And what am I going to do now? I'm used to doing big events and 50 centerpieces every every weekend. And you know what? You, you think out of the box. And, and maybe it's not a VW bus. Maybe it's an old 1964 Ford truck. I just pulled that out of my, my brother had one of those in college, a, a black Ford truck. I don't know. You come up with an idea. You, you have an old car. You fix it up nice. You paint it up nice. And you put some flowers out of the trunk and you take it to a farmer's market and it looks special and it makes people feel good inside. And right now, I think making people feel good, which is what we all love to do, 365, but right now, more than ever, uh, I I think it's what we need to do for everyone. Exactly. I mean, when it comes to this day and age, you know, you have to have a creative mind to to really think what your next step in life will be when it comes to your personal life and your business uh, what changes we have to make and how it looks in the future so technically we're thinking out of, outside thinking the bus out, so, and Jack Think we didn't give up on the photo booth we have a oh, surprise no, I'm not going to let you give no. no it's still there yeah, it's still there we have a, a prototype being made right now well i got to have a place to put my suction cups and that's not supposed to be opening me up <laughs> oh, for a oh, that sounds a little kinky just for the record hey listen uh, to our listeners um I hope you got something good out of this. This has been an interview that we've really enjoyed doing. I think what Steve and his team here are all about, I think that Elise and her organizational skills to help this all come together has been a godsend, especially for this vendor. Uh, Again, uh, Edge Floral Event Designers, edgeflowers.com, a a huge part of the events community in the Baltimore, Washington area, very easy to get a hold of. And I can tell you firsthand that if you just have a silly question, or even a serious one, you can call these people and they will answer just about any question or give you an answer to anything that you ask for. Uh, Steve, Absolutely. any parting thoughts? Um, no, I, we appreciate the opportunity for you to reach out uh, and, and talk with us about our passion, which is 
become our new lifestyle, which we love. And uh, we're happy to share, and uh, we appreciate everything you, the two of you have done for us. Uh, a little birdie just told me bloomingbus.com is now a live website. Is that correct? It is. And, and available on social media? Are we on Instagram, yes, too? Yes, we're on yes. IG and on Facebook. I, I, Facebook, IG, yeah. and, 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 the, and the interwebs? And the Pinterest. And the, and the Pinterest. <laughs> well, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it here again. Uh, Edgeflow event designers, edgeflowers.com, thebloomingbus.com. It's a really cool project. Please listen to what these people have said. If you have, you have nothing but time on your hands right now. If you've always had an idea, you couldn't quite figure out how to get it to the marketplace. Uh, now is the time to do it. And I can personally tell you, if, if you're scared, just pick up the phone and call Elise because she'll make anything happen. She will. She will take your call and she <laughs> will give you that push over the edge, not a cliff edge, but just an edge to help you get uh, that edge. Get you, uh, get you into gear and, and hopefully bring your idea to fruition. Uh, thank you again to everybody. I'm Jack Hartsman, your host. We're out. Thanks for listening to Visual Wow. If you like what you heard, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and tell your friends. Go to visualwow.com for more info. If you didn't like what you heard, just keep it to yourself. Know a pro we should be talking to on the show? Drop us a line. Talk with you next time on Visual Wow.